Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that now space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com. And there you are, an OT. Oh, Scientology. I'm white and I've got everything I need. No one clutches their purses when they're in a room alone with me. And I can drive for any neighborhood I please. At any hour, and the police don't do a thing. So if I see a penny on the ground, I leave it alone and fucking flip it. I'm a straight white male in America. I got everything I need. I'm a guy getting paid more than a girl with a degree. And I can walk down the streets after dark, no one wants to rape me. And I can get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee. Like my straight white male dad did to me So if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need I've got a pile of broken mirrors And I'm walking under ladders And I'm spilling cups of salt But to me that doesn't matter Cause my skin and my gender and my orientation Are the best things to have if you live in this nation I recommend it highly So if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Shit's gonna work out for me Cause I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Hey everybody, welcome to the Intellectual Dollar Tree We do the show every Wednesday at 7pm Pacific right here on Twitch That's twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia uh, Support this project, just go to echoplexmedia.com Click the support tab, pick your favorite way I'm um, producer Dave, you can find me on Grinder. And I am HK Perrin. You can find me on Mastodon at hparin at port87.social or on email hparin at port87.com. Well, you missed last week, which was pretty interesting because it was uh, Russell Brand and Sam Harris. And uh, it I'm was kind of sad fucking, that I missed that. <laughs> pretty fucking weird, man. I've been saying we should cover Russell Brand. He's like very difficult to watch, but. You know, he's exactly what we go for. Someone who considers themselves a public intellectual. So in reality, they're a fucking moron. As we continue off of our usual beaten path, um, we have uh, the Q Shaman. Uh, But he's not even the one who worships a fucking space alien on this uh, piece of content we're going to (laughs) watch. So this is Grant Cardone. He is one of those uh, wealth influencers, sort of like a Tony Robbins type, uh, but he's also okay. a Scientologist. Okay. And, and he's, he's interviewing the fucking Q Shaman. Who is the Q Shaman again? 
It's the guy who dressed up like Jamiroquai and stormed the Capitol. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know who we're talking about now. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's a uh, the guy with the horns. Right? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing, like a couple days after, <clears throat> uh, somebody posted, "I didn't know Jamiroquai stormed the fucking Capitol." And Jamiroquai on Twitter goes, "Sorry, I wasn't there." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny shit. Anyway, this is um. The new Mar- American Revolution with a a person who worship worships a space alien and the Q shaman. Well, what do you all think sorts of people what that actually happen? I don't know, dude. I don't okay. know. I take it this was filmed after he got out of prison. This was filmed this week. Okay, so yeah. I consider myself a patriot. And, you know, when I see things that happen like that you're involved with, rather than just reading headlines, I'm like, okay, let me let me see if I can get this guy on a call and, and actually see what happened from your viewpoint. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time to be here today. And imagine yeah, I'm glad to be here. You, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, they're on a massive delay. You can hear it. Imagine I've seen some <laughs> of the interviews. I saw the interview you recently did with the guy in England, uh, London, I guess, Sky News, mm. um, which was like, OK, that's that's more of what you get by watching uh, the media. So, let, let, hey, what happened yeah. on January? First of all, who are you, man? Who, who is Jake before January 6th? What were you doing before then? He was doing a Jamiroquai impression. Well, um, I've been practicing shamanism for over 10 years. Um, prior to January 6th, I was working with children in group homes, uh, in particular teen boys oh, no. that were in the group home foster care you know, system. Um, I was also volunteering working with children um, in an organization called Free Arts for Abused Kids of Arizona. I take it he's not allowed to do that anymore so now that he's a like felon, right? For children in the system. I would presume not. <laughs> okay. This I could, hope he's not allowed to do that anymore. Poisoning this, the minds of our youth. This could also be like a bunch of bullshit where he like volunteered once or twice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had like a spiritual slash some, uh, shamanic counseling service thing that I had. <laughs> sure you did, buddy. A while. Um, I had a YouTube channel where I was trying to get all this information regarding spiritual nature to reality, uh, the mole children, the fucking tunnels under the Getty, how the, I'm guessing a lot of drugs were involved in the past. Have- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, cause my impression is somebody calls themselves a shaman. It's just somebody who's going to give you DMT and then ruin your experience by trying to force spirit, trying to force it to be spiritual. Right. Yeah grown to have has caused us to be politically although maybe some people like that experience and blind and um so i i had a lot that i was doing i wrote a book in 2017 that i published in 2020 um there's there's you know i've had a lot that i've been doing ever since his book is probably wild january 6th is a very small small part of my story but but it is i feel like it's the only part that anyone actually cares about I mean, I knew who he was beforehand, but that's because of the water I was swimming in, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the only the only reason like most people have any idea who this is is because he stormed the Capitol. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think even the space alien worshiper is going to bring that up. Part of my story. But but it is it, it is an event that will pretty much, you know, you'll be identified with probably for forever, right? Yeah, well, let's hope I do things that are greater than that. I, I agree with that. I believe that you will. What what is what is shamanism? Shamanism is the oldest religion in the world. It is the oldest religion because it is the first religion. That's true. It's basically like a well the term shaman. Did he say it's the oldest religion because it's the first religion? <laughs> I mean, I guess that I mean <laughs> you if, don't say. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess it follows. <laughs> Grant's gonna be like, okay, where's the grift? Mongolian, and it means the one who knows. So it doesn't necessarily prescribe to just a man or a woman. It could be either a man or a woman. Um and it's basically somebody that knows and understands the healing plants in the ecosystem, knows and understands the spirit world, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, shaman is a, knows and understands uh, the healing plants and the spiritual world. Yes. Got it. Have assigned to anybody that has largely indigenous beliefs, you know, so you know, the Siberians, the Mongolians, Native Americans, the Amazonians, the uh, Aborigines in Australia, they all have shamanic beliefs. And, and so but this and is how, just like calling anything that isn't Christian pagan, right? Because he's just saying that these are all shamanism or whatever. But I don't think that that's true. I mean, I guess shamanism is whatever you want it to be. How does someone become a shaman? Like, is that self-declared? Is yeah, that that's self-declared. Actually, you, know, you just you just act weird weird enough at a psytrance party, and uh, you can you can be a, a shaman. How do you anoint you that? I mean, what? How does that go about? Well, for the most part, it's usually like a family, a familial thing. Um, a lot of the time, I'd say probably like over ninety percent of the time, a person is initiated through an apprenticeship that they have with somebody that is like a shamanic practicing uh, shamanic practitioner master of sorts. It's like, it's like shoulder tapping for beer kind of. Um, in my case, which is a very rare case, I was self-initiated into all of these things. Um, oh, me too. Like I'm a shaman a now. Mentor apprenticeship <laughs> type of relationship that is in that, uh in that i mean yeah i guess you just declare yourself a shaman a lot of research and i you're a a shaman you know listening can i be a shaman too i I mean i am a shaman too but i could have mentored you and then you could have been part of my shaman downline appreciate myself uh we'll just say you did mentor me other uh forms i mean if we're making it all up anyway (laughs) that were from all around the world whether it be tattooing whether it be retreats in the nature, whether it be, you know, psychedelic plant consumption, you know, what have you. Um, I pretty much did all these things that way I could initiate myself on this path. So he did a bunch of mushrooms and called himself a shaman. He said he consumed plants. Yeah. uh, Mushrooms. Mushrooms aren't plants, but I wouldn't expect him to know that actually. I wouldn't expect us to get hung up on that. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I think he means ayahuasca, right? Isn't that a plant? Sure. Uh, the ayahuasca, then you have to fucking shit yourself and throw up a bunch. Um, and before <laughs> January 6th, 
Was there a following? Did you have a, a, a group or were you meeting with other people? No. Explain that to me. No. I'm, I'm just curious and I don't understand. Oh, he did have a following, but it was like more like people like me and the QAA people and stuff. We he had a following. <laughs> people were definitely kind of interested in what the fuck was going on with the with the dude dressed up like Jamiroquai. But uh, no, no, he didn't have like a, a shamanic practice going on. Well, let's let's talk for a second about what shamans largely believe and then how it is basically become the oldest religion in the world. So all shamans and or shamanic cultures believe that number one, life is all connected. It's all interconnected. It's one unified field of one collect one collective soul. They all believe in God, basically. Number two, all shamanic cultures and traditions believe in the idea of like a spirit world and there being positive and negative spirits in that spirit world and that that spirit world actually intersects with our own, that it is blends with. Okay, our this own. is absolutely not what the oldest religions in the world <coughs> believed because they believed that the sun was a god. Oh, he might get to that part. Number three, okay. all shamanic cultures believe in the notion of like healing and miraculous healing of sorts. And most of the time, the uh, shamanic practitioner will ally themselves with positive spirits and with God to ensure that this healing occurs. Um, another aspect of shamanism is always singing and dancing, drumming, uh, traditional song and stuff like that. You know, that's so, just human. Through this method, this is another way that... Anyone who sings God songs as a shaman. Songs from the old times. Whenever that was. Or now. You didn't know this, but Taylor Swift, she's a shaman. Positive spirits, they banish negative spirits, they get in touch with God, and thus they heal. Um, I will say that definitely Taylor Swift banishes negative spirits. I get the, I'm getting the feeling that fucking Grant Cardone is not that interested in what this guy's saying. To shamanism is uh, the use of sacraments sacred plants sacred uh incense and stuff like that in some cases also to heal um or to create altered states of consciousness that allow one to get in touch and in tune with the spirit world um they also all believe in the idea of like uh like going through ordeals of some sort so, i mean everybody this so far has been like an ordeal come into play or like long pilgrimages um or like you know vision quests four days and four nights in you know the wild without any food or water etc um it's so just called getting lost kind of have very similar beliefs they also all believe in some form of prayer or meditation to get in touch with the spirit world to get in touch with god to get in touch with positive uh angelic spirits banish evil demonic spirits and help oneself to heal so if you think about it all of these things that I just described, they describe all modern religions. They all have different varying beliefs no, really uh, based on all the stuff that I just explained. So the Grant Cardone is like, boy, have I got not. news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the, where are the fucking DC eights? In a way, all religions at their root are shamanic in nature. And this is part of the, oh, okay. So every religion is shamanism. So, um, Except Scientology. I've been practicing shamanism for a little over 10 years now. I started kind of dabbling in it here and there in like 2011, but I really started uh, in 2010, but I really started like going down the path 
in 2012. For someone who's been into something for 10 years, he sure is really bad at explaining it. They're just trying to fill time here, I think. Following the, I, the, the, the shamanic tradition, shamans are largely, uh, they, they, have a, they, they focus on solitude. They, they withdraw from society. They withdraw from culture. <laughs> And this is because I do like that the guy's sense. phone started ringing right as soon as he was saying they withdraw from society. Also, that's he's, very he's, ironic. He's still using the fucking the ringtone from that fucking Kevin Spacey show. What the fuck was the name of that show? And I forget now. That's just the default I, iPhone ringtone. Oh, I didn't know that. To huh. gain an objective view of reality, not one that is seen through a cultural paradigm, but rather one that is seen through the objective lens of truth. And, and, and so, what did you discover on this? On the when you went deep on this, like is, is this where you started being? I think you talked about um, the the tunnel children. The, the, the there's a light side and a dark side. You, you, I don't think you said it exactly like that. And a gad side. Which I believe, like, I, I'm in total agreement with everything on this list of, of things, except maybe for the hallucinogenics. Um, oh, that's right, because Scientologists <laughs> don't do drugs. But wait, he believes that there's a god? Scientologists don't believe that there's a god? Well, I mean, if you loosely define god, it could be either L. Ron Hubbard or Xenu. Okay, I guess so. I mean, they believe in thetans, like I, spirits. I had a drug problem, so I'm, I'm probably not the right, right person to, to evaluate that. Um, what about the light in the dark? I mean, is there something you discovered in these 10 years that, like, hey, uh, our system's corrupt? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you see... Oh, did you discover that our system is corrupt? You had to go through this fucking 10-year shamanic practice to realize that there is corruption in all of our institutions. Good job. I figured that by, I figured that by reading one newspaper. Because it's part of the shamanic view to see things through an objective lens of truth. They withdraw from the cultural paradigm and then they look at things objectively. And one thing I've come to conclude is that our socioeconomic and geopolitical systems are so corrupt and they are so distorted because our spiritual perspective and our spiritual systems and institutions have become so corrupt and so distorted. Mm -hmm. So if we had swing and a miss view of objective reality and the view of objective this is also a thing that they, they are, there's a thing that a lot of what uh, these kind of conspiritualists do where they They'll talk about like systems, right? They'll talk about systemic problems, but then they'll bring it back to the self that the, actually the way to fight these systems is to work on yourself, not to, you know, organize with people in your community to do anything. Really the way to, the way to break out of this system and the way to, to do anything is to work on yourself, your spiritual self. This is a very fucking like neoliberal, almost like libertarian way of looking at this stuff. And it uh, takes away people's power because now instead of like doing any sort of anything with the people in their community, be your community, like your physical community or an online community to try to effect positive change in the world. Now you just fucking shaman it and uh, you become enlightened and that's, that's going to fucking fix the world. Uh, also, he's wrong. Like you can break down pretty much all of 
like the corruption in the world to just greed, like greed and selfishness. Like people in power become corrupt because they want more power. They're greedy. It may not be greed. It may be desire for attention, but I guess that's just a different form of greed. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That we are all one that we are all interconnected, that everything is a part of the same. We're already all one. So why would you do any work with anybody else to try to change anything? Collective. All about the individual mind of God or the spirit of God, that we're all one unified field. And physics has come to conclude this themselves. Physicists have come to conclude that we are all one in one unified field. Hey, buddy, go talk to Eric Weinstein next. I don't think that's true. Physicists have absolutely not concluded that. That would be pretty big news. Um, now that being said, the illusion of scare, uh, the illusion of separation, is the origins of evil, and it is from this illusion of separation that we get the illusion of scarcity, that we get the illusion of uh, permanence that we get the illusion of um, essentially comfort being our friend. And the people that seek to enslave us, seek, seek to keep us divided, seek to keep us in this illusion of separation. They seek to keep us comfortable. They seek to, to basically create the, these veils that are before our eyes that hide. Wait, his last name used to be Chansley. It used to be Jacob Chansley as, as an, an, an jelly now because he's an angel. I don't know. Our true spiritual nature, the spiritual nature to reality and this larger unified field. And so because we're behaving in a way, I think Angeli is his middle name. On an illusion of I guess he has two middle names. We are Jacob Anthony Angeli Chansley. One another when that's not the way that things are meant to be. So how does all this translate to uh, the riot? If, if it is a riot, if the Capitol was a riot, I, I don't I don't know Jesus, I'm older than him. January 6th. He doesn't look very good for his age. You think it, it, you would describe it as a riot? Oh, uh, well, outside the Capitol? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Inside, not so much. Yeah. How but many people? Wait, it was a riot outside, and then once the rioters got inside, they weren't rioting anymore? What the, this? Yo. Absolutely. How many people they, were there? Because I've heard. I mean, they shit on the floor. That's. I'm like. That sounds like a riot. How many people in DC or at the Capitol? Uh, let's say. Well, the Capitol is in DC. Uh, at the Capitol. Oh, I don't know. There was at least several thousand. Yeah, and then in DC. In DC, oh, probably well over a million. Oh, oh really? I mean, there's. Are you counting the people that live there? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and there. I mean, just round up. There were, you know, like. 10 or 12 billion. Trump said, hey, come support. You know, that's a question I get a lot. And I think that it was more than that. You see, a lot of people think, oh, people were in D.C. because Trump this, Trump that. Um, I think people were in D.C. because they were fed up with corruption. I think people were in D.C. because, and remember, there were two mega million marches before 
the one on January 6th. Two, I thought he said mega million, like the, like the lottery, but he said <laughs> mega million. One of the mega million marches had less than a thousand people at it. So it was a total of three. <laughs> and I went to the second one. I went to the one on December 12th and everything was fine. Everything was peaceful. Mm. And that's what I was expecting more of on the, on January 6th. Um, so, so, so you're saying there's million, over, million, the, the million marches, Jake, are you, are you saying there was one on December? I didn't know that December 12th. When was the other, the earlier one? Uh, it was sometime in November. It was like sometime in, in like mid November. Then there was a number one on uh, another one on uh, December 12th. And then there was another one on January 6th. So there was three, okay. there was three yeah. mega million marches and, and all and, and, the, the, well, and the first two were peaceful. What was the intention of the of the mega million marches and and who who promoted those or organized them? Well, the intention was to draw attention to the corrupt election in 2020. But the thing is, and this is this is maybe this is my own personal view, but I think that the mega million marches were indicative of Oh, this is the thing. Uh, fucking, it's called shit kicker inflation. Tell that everything gets really big when it's conservative. It's like how you like you, one million moms or whatever, and you go to their Twitter and they have like thirty thousand followers. Something more deeply rooted in the United. States. I mean, the States. the stated intention of like that rally was to stop the the procedures that were taking place on January 6th. Right. The name of the, <clears throat> the main organizing group was called stop the steal. Yeah. Like they like were, they were trying to stop the legislature from counting the ballots of the, of the electoral college. Or at least that was the stated mission that of, that was the, that, that was the stated mission of one of the major organizers. I don't know what every individual was doing there. We watched it live on the channel here. I think a lot of them were just there for the gram, honestly. And I think that's why like nothing, that's why it wasn't worse. Sure. But like, he's painting it as this picture of like, no one was there to stop anything. Like, absolutely. They were right. We were just which is there to, to raise awareness, which is, which is weird too, because he was convicted <laughs> of the thing that he says. No one was there to, to do, which is a little odd. Yep. And we're just there to raise awareness by kicking down windows and stealing doors. 2020 election. I mean, think about it. How is it that Hillary Clinton was able to erase 33,000 emails and that would not get charged while she was being investigated? Because 33,000 emails fits on one of these. Like, and, it's, it's nothing. Like, and, you can erase 30,000 emails out of your trash folder, out of your spam folder. Like, and... <clears throat> That's like irrelevant, right? Like that's, that's like years ago. Like, I don't know, maybe she got away with the fucking email crime of the century, but that doesn't have anything to do with January 6th. As far as I know, there were 10 instances of confidential information that were found on her server. Maybe she deleted a whole bunch more. Maybe all 30,000 were, were confidential. But what if she but, committed, if she committed the email crime of the century, even that has nothing to do with what they're talking yeah, about. She's not president. That they were able to do Russia, Russia, Russia for four years. That and was just Rachel Maddow. Spy on a man. She burned her career down doing that. I agree. President and try to remove him from office and there'd be no consequences. 
But they tried to do it via impeachment, which is the legal process by which you attempt to remove a president, sir. And they impeached, like, the impeachment had nothing to do with Russia. Either impeachment had nothing to do with Russia. On live television like they did with JFK, and then it just gets brushed under the rug. How is it that, that literally hundreds... Like over a hundred men, women, and children can be burned alive in Waco, Texas, and then it just gets brushed under the rug. It d- didn't get brushed under the rug. It was the biggest news story of the year. Like the Waco, the fucking siege at Waco was the biggest news story of that year. Like, there's no way there was a bigger news story that year, at least a bigger national news story than Waco. It's just we don't fucking report on it every day anymore because it happened a long time ago. Um, how is it that the pentagon can be hit and the twin towers and building seven can all go down controlled demolition style and controlled demolition style what do you mean mean, if that was a controlled demolition that was the sloppiest controlled demolition i've ever seen (laughs) nothing no has he ever seen a controlled demolition like Uh, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna get into we're not we're not gonna get into the demolition of uh of uh the of the, of the towers here i just this is all like this is all just fucking like conspiracy theory gish gallop right he's just bringing up i mean if he if he yep. doesn't bring up mk ultra in the next 30 seconds he's stupid because at least that one was real except for oh here 9-11 report 9-11 commission here you go um, do you think he believes in chemtrails i would absolutely be fucking stunned if he does not i just have to you assume the shit's a buffet. It's not yeah. a la carte. Except like, like there's Bigfoot people <laughs> who are cool. How come it is that nobody's talking about the very obvious questions that are asked that should be asked there? And what's happened in Maui just now? You know, so my oh, what, 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 happened, what happened in Maui? Oh, no, he believes in the fucking he, space lasers. Yeah, I was going to say he probably thinks. Yeah. What what is that exactly? They think like the government started it on purpose. With space lasers? Is that what they think? So the great thing, uh, HK, you should know this. The great thing about a conspiracy theory, especially something like that, is you don't actually have to fill in all the fucking holes in it, right? (laughs) 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 You don't have to do any fucking reporting and find out what's going on. It's them. And we all know who them usually is. Okay, so they started it with space lasers. Or maybe 5G tower. He means the Jews. They used directed energy weapons, which could... Maybe it was a lightning strike at the New World Order and the Harp Weather Machine. I mean, you could you could fucking you can fill that in with whatever bullshit you want. That's that's why it's so easy to do this, and that's why it's so hard to like chase it down, right? Because you, you know, if you were to ask him about it, you'd be like, "Oh, the Jewish space lasers." You'd be like, "That's absurd." Actually, it was the five G towers. And so they did this during the season that uh, wildfires happen a lot uh, to cover it up, right? Of course. So that it would look like a wildfire. Right. That's like, so you that know, it would be indistinguishable from a wildfire. Like, if you're going to piss on somebody's leg, you should do it in a rainstorm. <laughs> Is, if, if we get into things like COVID and yeah. uh, the riots in 2020, like, all of these things accumulated. And they accumulated. And eventually... People Hold on, the riots so in 2020 so were actually bad. real. Oh, there were a lot of conspiracy theories about them, them though. <laughs> and it depend, the definition of riot is a little bit 
fuzzy there because people were protesting police violence and then subjected to more police violence. And then if some, some people in some cases decided to give the violence right back to the police, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'd call that a riot. That's a civil, civil unrest. Yeah. There was a lot of escalation on the cops side. Yes. And And there was in turn escalation on the the protesters side. Um, There's no way Biden got 81 million votes, dude. But he did. He got 81 million votes, dude. But like, why does he think that? Why does he think that 81 million people can't possibly vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump? Like, why? Why does he think that? That. Other people must agree with him. There's something wrong with his brain where he can't imagine that someone else could have like other ideas than him and even a lot of other people could have other ideas than him right like i don't question that this guy believes this stuff right i think this guy's a true believer i just think he's wrong (laughs) which is a different thing than thinking he doesn't couldn't possibly believe this no i understand i I think he believes it too that's what i'm saying is for, it would be like me saying that this guy doesn't believe this stuff, that it's impossible for him to believe this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way. You know, I mean, that's that's saying that he got more votes than any president in U.S. history. Biden. Yes. Dis- but more. But yeah, but the fucking the guy that you voted for, I, I believe that the, the guy that you, this guy voted for got the, the most votes of anybody who ever lost. So we just had more voters than ever in history. Yeah. He got the second most votes. Right. And I and think, you know what they call the guy who gets the second most votes? The, the loser. The loser. Uh, that, yeah. not, not always in America, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Potentially the one. Yeah, who, for four years, we called him president. Yeah. Fucking explain that. <laughs> Even campaign. He was campaigning, quote unquote, from his basement. And if you look and you compare Trump rallies to Biden rallies all over the country, it's clear that Biden didn't have any support. So, but no, you. But that's because we weren't going to rallies. We weren't. Yeah, that, we weren't. We weren't excited. We weren't like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, Joe Biden's. No, gonna we stop were excited, the- but we weren't fucking morons. We well, weren't going to go hang out in a crowded like amphitheater, sneezing all over each other. It was 2020. It was in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Just because these people didn't take it seriously doesn't mean that everyone else also didn't take it seriously. But more importantly, I mean, I wasn't excited about Biden. You don't have to be like, you can just go vote strategically. You can be like, I am less afraid of this person. And if that's why you're voting for them, you're not very likely to show up at their party. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, there were a bunch of people who would have gone to rallies, but didn't want to get their eyes sneezed on. And that's completely understandable. That could kill you. It, there was a virus going around. That contrary to probably this guy's belief was actually deadly. It killed millions of people. So, and again, he, I feel like one of the other things is that I don't think maybe he can fathom the idea that I would go vote for somebody that I wouldn't waste my time going to a rally for. Right. Like, yeah, (laughs) like I don't go to route. Like I don't go to rallies. I didn't go to a Hillary Clinton rally, but I voted for her. I didn't go to any Barack Obama rallies, but I voted for. I didn't go to no fucking Gavin Newsom events, but I voted for him. So, like, I mean, I know it's just me, but there's uh, uh, there were a lot of people who voted for Trump who didn't go to those rallies too. explain that, friendo. 
How is it that he got a record number of votes? How is it that Biden got more votes than Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama? It's, it's, well, one of them is population increased. More people were registered <laughs> to vote, um, but also uh, the mail-in ballots. More people voted. Like a high, We had a little bit higher turnout than usual, too, like just as a percentage. Yeah, it, it turns out when you make voting extremely difficult, fewer people vote. And when you make voting easier, more people vote. That's another thing that these people don't understand. It's, it's fraud. It's, it's a lie. Um, so I was going to ask you if you thought the, I, I was going to I'm sorry. It's, it's not fraud. You're just a moron, Jake. Was rigged, but, and you would say, what? well, yes. Well, yeah, but this is the thing. And this is what's important for people. To why understand. can't they prove it then, Jake? Why can't they prove why? Is oh, but, but damn, the guy worshiping Zenu asking the tough question. They have. <laughs> they have. The thing is, is that what you're they? talking about is, is the difference between federal court and civil court. OK, Trump was trying to bring these cases to civil court because that's all he could do at the time. OK, um, no, 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 that there's a that's not a difference between federal court and civil court. He's talking about the difference between criminal court and civil court. There are federal civil yeah. courts and there are state civil courts and local civil courts. Yeah, and I believe all these were brought in state civil courts, which is where you go to bring these cases. You wouldn't bring them to criminal courts because you weren't accusing someone of a crime. Supreme Court was a bunch of eunuchs and they chose not I mean, maybe, to... Wait, maybe he's eunuch? accusing someone of a crime, but Donald Trump's cases were not accusing someone of a crime that's all he could do at the time okay um now the supreme court was a bunch of eunuchs and they chose not to they chose not to take the case which um, case was brought to the supreme court you can't just take a case to the supreme court and be like hey i have a case for you they're like a oh, fucking fantastic it has to go like the supreme court usually will look at cases that went through uh, a federal court and then an appellate court, and then after the appellate court, the Supreme Court may or may not take a case after the appellate court. So this guy just, I mean, like he has no idea what he's talking about. Trump probably did try to get people to call the Supreme Court, and they're like, somebody randomly, it's like a Madison Star Moon phone call, right, where somebody picks up the phone, the person starts yelling about the election being stolen, they're like, uh, I'm the receptionist. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because the volatility to the situation was such that they thought that there would somehow be a mitigation of damage if they allowed Biden in when the antithesis is the truth. Um, obviously, look at the damage that has been done. And if you if you watch the documentary Two Thousand Mules, if you oh we did we watched that on stream for Conspiracy Bingo one night. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't want to get into the uh, exact things. I'm not going to get into the exact reasons why it was stupid, uh, but it was fucking stupid. You can read your any number of debunks of it from conservatives and liberals. What damage is he talking about that was done? Uh, Biden being the president? I don't know. The woke agenda? Okay. Who fucking knows? The book rigged. Oh, that's right. Everyone's woke um, now. If you look at every election for the last several decades, these are selection processes. Even when Trump won? Look at, like, I mean, example, yes, they are selection. <laughs> like that's what 
the voters do ostensibly is select someone to vote for like that's the purpose of primaries does he think that it's not the voters doing it because he might have a point on the democratic side because of superdelegates but except but, that, except that you except that he doesn't because the superdelegates have never been used ever at all in in any way to swing a, a primary so he wouldn't have a point because they they've never been used sure, in that way but like that's not what he's talking about he's no. talking about the general election which sure. yes there's no such thing as superdelegates in a general election so he has even less of a point went to the Bilderberg meetings and then all of a sudden became president <laughs> friendo friendo you get invited to the bilderberg meeting once you're um a certain level in the government or in like corporate power and so yeah that might be one of your steps on the way to the presidency but that's not really the deciding factor on the presidency so much as the car's going the other way <coughs> when you're getting to be to the point where you might be the president they might invite you to the, the bilderberg meeting which is different than the build a bear meeting which would be a lot more fun <laughs> That's the one that I want to go to. All of a sudden, like got who, to run you, for who, Who's an example? What's an example of somebody that went to Billaberg and then became president? If I'm not mistaken, Bill Clinton. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Barack Obama. Um, I think Hillary Clinton went and then she got to run for president. Um, I want you to try to remember. The, no George the, W. Bush, come on. Like the Council on Foreign Relations. There's institutions like the Bilderberg Group. There's institutions like um, the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, the Federal Reserve. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Why aren't you talking about Bohemian Grove? The World Economic Forum. All of these institutions seek to monopolize resources and labor. They seek to destroy competition. They seek to consolidate and centralize power. Okay. Um, and they this is the funny thing about Americans is that they think, Oh, well, you know, the elections are corrupt in China. The elections are corrupt in Russia. The elections, of course, they're corrupt in Brazil. Of course they're corrupt, you know, in Mexico, but corrupt elections in America. Oh, no, 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 that's not possible. And it's like, dude, give me a break every time. I don't know the, 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 the position that he's trying to argue against that he's a straw personing. <clears throat> is that there's no evidence that the last couple elections were fraudulent. Yep. It's not that it's impossible. Anything's fucking possible. I don't think the elections themselves are corrupt, but if he wants to talk about gerrymandering, maybe we could talk about that. That's a corrupt process that influences elections. Democrats lose. What do they do? They scream election rigging and election fraud. We got to do something about these voting machines. Every time the Republicans lose, what do they do? Oh, these election fraud. Election wait, rigging. did the Democrats? They literally throw a fucking riot. Wait, 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 wait. He said that the Democrats said we have to do something about these election machines. I don't think anybody said. Sh I mean, there were fucking some fringe people, some fucking people we kind of call blue and on or whatever, who <laughs> thought that that the Russians hacked into the actual voting machines on election day in 2016. There's no evidence of that. And like normal fucking not a normal is the wrong word, like level headed people who had uh, like kind of looked at the evidence and stuff weren't saying that in 2016. So he's just full of shit. Yep. 
Uh, the day after the election in 2016, what did Hillary Clinton do? Uh, it was the night. I don't of. even think the it was day the after. Of. It was the night it was of. The night of. She conceded. Yeah. What did she do? She conceded. She conceded. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you can take that point, Jake, and you can stick it where it belongs. Uh, these voting machines and the the centrist view, the the objective view, the shamanic view. Our elections are corrupt. They've been corrupt for a long time. The only reason JFK got in office is because his dad had ties with the mob, with the CIA and the FBI. And guess who killed him? Nobody. He's still alive. <laughs> because he wouldn't me. play ball. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he was saying no to Vietnam. Um, and after he died, uh, his replacement then put in, I don't know, 250,000 troops into Vietnam, like, like almost immediately. Well, and, and what so, got us into Vietnam, what got us in, it was the, it was the false flag of the Gulf of Tonkin. Them trying to say that the Vietnamese, you know, uh, hit one of our ships in the Gulf of Tonkin, which was a, false I should have put up a link for conspiracy bingo for this, not for intellectual <laughs> dark web bingo. My God. It wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jake, what do you say to people that, that like you just listed off, you know, the assassination of JFK, Waco, 9-11, the Vegas shooting. I was there, by the way, that day that happened. I don't think you mentioned the Vegas shooting. You just mentioned that, Grant. COVID, Maui. What do you say to people who are like, oh, Jake's just a conspiracy theorist and he's gone down the deep rabbit hole. And He says, uh, do your own research. I'd say two things. Number one, why do you trust the government and the media when they're proven liars over and over and over again? And number two, the term conspiracy theorist, I would urge people to look into the origins of that term because it came about after JFK was assassinated. And Nope. Nope. I looked into this one myself. Just using like, you know, that you can do that Google books and do a word search. Mm -hmm. Earliest I found it was 1870. What year was the CIA uh, created? Yeah, that was just a few years after the time traveler went back in time and explained how he killed JFK almost 100 years in the future. And the other thing is before, even before like 1900, the, 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 that Google word search in books and like publications is going to be like you're going to be capturing less of what was written just because of fucking time and fucking shit lights on fire or maybe it wasn't indexed or it's like you know what i mean you're not gonna find we have, you know what i'm saying there it yeah it, it probably existed before that so this is just incorrect this is like a hundred the, the conspiracy theorists have been saying this forever and it's incorrect do you think they have a conspiracy theory about that oh right it's been planted in the past yeah it got mandela effect. Like it, people weren't really saying it google google just made those books up and it was clear to anyone and everyone that was watching the footage that he was shot by more than one bullet from more than one angle and you know look at it like this if the is Warren that clear i've seen the footage did the investigation into jfk's assassination the footage is shit so it's hard to really tell what was going on at all right i've seen it i mean his head goes from like <laughs> intact to exploded and like a couple frames right but so, the footage hk the footage was shit right yes so I mean, that's like film like yeah. home film <clears throat> yeah it was it was it wasn't good footage so it's hard to tell like that's again but that's, you can tell like his, well you think you can i can't tell because the footage was shit 
But that you doesn't can mean tell that when his head goes from intact to exploded, and it's not like several bullets happen at that time. It's like the time that it takes one bullet to pass through a head, one twenty fourth of a second. Right, but what at, I'm saying is you that... Know, at most, because right, it happens so in one frame. I think the footage is bad. It's hard to see what happened, but that doesn't mean that somebody... That the, that uh, there aren't other ways of knowing what happened and that that the you know the footage is just part of a, uh, a larger set of evidence as to what happened. So... Um, but, I mean, he's saying, like, anyone can look at the footage and see all these bullets flying through right, the air. Right, but I, like, I'm no, not interested can. in what your analysis you of the footage versus a conspiracy theorist analysis of the footage, because neither of you <laughs> okay. are, like, forensic video examiners. Okay. So, <clears throat> but there were, like, other, there was other evidence, other, other stuff going on, and um, just because, like, the footage doesn't look the way that he thinks it needs to look doesn't mean that the things he's saying about it are going to be true. It's just that he's either full of shit or lying. Warren commission and their story is true. Then why not release all the files? Why are they asking for another 20, 30 years of the files staying classified? Why not release all the files? Why, right. uh, they say that it's damaging to national security. Well, why? If the communists were involved, if if Lee Harvey Oswald was a communist and they decided that they wanted to kill JFK, then how is that damaging to national security? The only way it would be damaging to national security is if our own government was involved, is if the there are entities that are still alive. To this <clears throat> day so that, that were involved. <clears throat> this is he's just making up a story about what's in uh, documents that he's never seen. Yep. And that's cute i guess in all of that what it would do is it would expose the apparatus okay now think about this the control of the monetary system through debt-based currency oh no he's gonna do the fucking he's gonna do the zeitgeist have you ever seen that movie zeitgeist fiat currency it's monopoly money all right you talk about that, fractional reserve banking right and there is not a conspiracy theory that's a fact. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, when you have a nation that is using a debt-based currency and when you have a nation whose debt is driving only up and up and up, right? Then basically it's making us all debt slaves. And the only people that are going to be allowed to succeed in that economy are those people that do not threaten that debt-based currency. Jay. I just, <clears throat> I just want to know what he, what the, as opposed to what other, does he mean like gold standard? Is it, is it, is that bullshit about the gold standard? He's like, well, as soon as it's not on the gold standard, it's just debt-based currency. I think that's what he means. Yeah. I think he means fiat currency by, by debt-based currency. I mean, all currency is debt-based currency, right? And every, that's what currency represents debt. And it's all, it's all fiat currency too. I mean, even like gold standard currency just represented debt. So I think what he means is fiat currency, currency that's not backed by a physical thing. 
AFK was talking about getting rid of the debt-based currency and doing like silverback currency with the treasury and stuff like that. He was also yep, that is exactly uh, what he meant. said he wasn't for the war in Vietnam. Um, he was also supposedly poking around in things like S4 and Area 51 and wanting to know what Majestic 12 was up to and stuff like that. He was also supposedly doing those things, which means who knows? Um, there's a lot of things. He refused to do things like uh, Operation Northwoods, where the CIA wanted to do false flag attacks on hotels in Florida and blame it on communists in Cuba. So this notion of false flag attacks to move Americans towards some form of a nefarious agenda that is not in their best interest, but rather in the best interest of special interest groups or the people that own the debt-based currency to plunge us into war. And But if it's debt-based and they own it, don't they just own a bunch of debt now? Like, why would you want to own a bunch of debt? Why, why would you want to own all of this currency if it's doing all the things that this guy thinks it's doing? <laughs> Uh, that is not a conspiracy theory at all. That's just objective fact. And most people would rather have the government and the media make up their mind for them because then they can go about drinking their beer, watching the football game, sitting in their lazy boy, eating their McDonald's and not thinking at all for them. I mean, that sounds like an okay Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Is there a problem with that? So Jake, what did those people that you just described that are drinking beer and not thinking for themselves, what did they see on TV? I mean, can January I, 6? can I drink beer and think for myself? Is that possible? Or do <clears throat> I have to think what Jake thinks if I'm going to drink beer? It's really interesting because like, this is like one of the, uh, another thing that like a lot of conspiracist uh, media personalities will say is that, Oh, you're not, <clears throat> you're not thinking for yourself. But the problem is, they're they're saying that to somebody who doesn't believe them right yes. so so it's yeah. like so it's like yeah they're not really advocating for free thought what they want is credulity or possibly even like compliance yeah you are not thinking for yourself means you don't believe what i believe or what i'm telling you to believe in the case of like a propagandist right yeah yeah that or a cult member or what did they not see that they should have seen that you saw? Well, look at it like you were this. there. There were over a million people in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. But <clears throat> there's a, a million people in Washington, D.C. right now. <laughs> yes. On on September 27th, there were over a million people in Washington, D.C. That is correct. And literally less than 1% of those million people were at the Capitol and less That's because than they were in their office or their apartment or like maybe out, maybe like the fucking, they had the day off and they were at a park or something because a million fucking people live there. <laughs> like 1% of the people that were at the Capitol were charged with violent crimes or were mm -hmm. violent. Okay. However, the media what I call the mocking. I mean, so far, like, because of, uh, how many people have been charged? Like 800 people? Oh, I don't so know far? the exact, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but the, I just, the problem, no, the, the, the problem is the, the, like, if we're doing like a, a division here, the problem is the denominator of a million. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't really, the numerator, the numerator is not really the problem. It's the denominator that he's using. Yeah, I mean, it's how it's out of however many people you want it to be. It's out of 24 billion people, 100 billion people. Charged with violent crimes or were violent. Okay. However, the media, 
what I call the Mockingbird media because of Operation Mockingbird when the CIA infiltrated the media outlets in the 60s and the 70s to control the narrative in the United States. The Mockingbird media is choosing to highlight the very small and uh, isolated incidents of violence in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol on the Right. You know, because like a, a mile and a half away over at a fucking over at like an independently owned coffee shop, some lady was reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> there was somebody ordering a McDonald's fucking two miles away. Now, why is the media not focusing on the person ordering a McDonald's in Washington, D.C. while all this was going around? I mean, to his point, yes, not everyone who attended the talk on the eclipse, you know, the rally on the eclipse went and broke into the Capitol building. No one thinks that everyone that went there broke into the Capitol building. But hundreds of people broke into the Capitol building. Yeah, the estimates, I think it, it might have been as many as a thousand, like in and out over the course of the, the, the event. And um, yeah. and the he's like, oh, the media is focused on that. It's like, well, that's the thing that ha- that was the uh, incredibly anomalous <laughs> event that happened that day, sir. Yeah, that is the the big crime <laughs> that day. Now, interesting enough, you have the left side or the left wing of the Operation Mockingbird media. So you have the left wing of the Mockingbird. And they, they are the ones that are saying it was a violent or deadly insurrection, right? And then they highlight all of these. I mean, people died, so yeah. Or vandalism or what have you. And people died not on accident. So yeah, it was both violent and deadly. Conservative media, you know, Fox and Newsmax types. And they're saying, oh, it was a mostly peaceful protest. And then they show incidences of the peaceful protest on the inside of the building. They show the incidents, uh, the, the instance of the police walking me around the building. Um, so they point to these things and say it was a mostly peaceful protest when the fact of the matter is it's not black, it's not white, it's gray. It's a gray issue. There was violence and chaos on the outside of the building. There's no denying that. And to deny that is asinine. But there was also mostly peaceful protests inside the building. This is like saying that I broke into your house, but once I broke into your house, I was kind of nice to you. Yeah, I only stabbed you once. Well, do you know how many times I didn't stab you? Well, it's just more like saying that, like, because, yeah, that's a a public building, but there was no public access to that building at that time. So stepping inside, you weren't necessarily being violent, but you were trespassing. And for like the purpose, like for, for many people, for the purpose of trying to stop the steal. And um, yes, most of the violence moved with the front line that was that went from outside it, at the police barricades, broke through the barricades, went into, you know, went through the barrier of like the physical barrier of the building itself through windows and doors that they had busted through and then tried to get to the lawmakers who were inside. And yes, that's where the violent was. Most people were not on the front lines. Yes, true. But like that's like saying, you know, World War II wasn't violent because most people involved in World War II weren't on the front lines. And it's a good thing that they weren't more organized, honestly. Yes. 
Yeah. And there, yeah, there were cops that were waving some people in because they were so overwhelmed. Thanks to Yogananda Pittman and her failure as an intelligence agent or intelligence officer for the Capitol Police. The fact that she didn't tell Chief Sund anything. The fact that she abandoned um, Officer Johnson as he's screaming and asking for backup and asking for help and asking to evacuate the congressman. Um, if you look at the situation, Yogananda Pittman, the, the Pentagon people like Mark Milley, uh, the intelligence agencies, Christopher Ray, um, and, uh, uh, at the FBI. And, I mean, if uh, I knew this was going to happen, yeah, somebody over there dropped the fucking ball for sure. But that doesn't mean that they're the ones who caused it. Being unable to prevent something isn't the same as being, as being the, the cause of something, right? Like I didn't prevent and many things but i also didn't cause them yep a number of people it was it was an intelligence you know who did have power to to prevent it though um but charlie kirk actually donald trump had the power to prevent the events of january 6th and he did not some people say intelligence failure was an intelligence suppression because in my opinion, they wanted the chaos. They wanted it so that they could go after Trump and all of his supporters. It was a setup. And that's, that's from, you know, the, the mouth of officer Johnson, TK, uh, Tariq Johnson or TK Johnson, the, the guy that, um, has blown the whistle, Capitol police officer that blew the whistle. Um, uh, chief. I mean, if it was, if it was all the, if it was all on the left that like everyone, you know, on the left wanted the, the violence and wanted everything that happened on January 6th to happen, then why didn't Trump try to stop it? earlier like he waited until like 7 p.m to try and stop it well it's because this guy's just lying he's like making shit up i i yeah but like his lies don't make any sense if you think about it for like one fucking second his lies do not make any sense if it was everyone on the left who wanted this to happen then why were all the public people on the left saying stop go home everybody stop doing what you're doing get out of the capital and the people on the right weren't saying that i mean the people in charge on the right donald trump and his cronies were not saying that it took them hours to finally say all right everyone go on home we love you you're you're wonderful go ahead and go home like why why does Donald Trump love someone who's like false flagging, you know, making him look bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think about it that way, but <clears throat> but that's because I don't I I hate I kind of hate uh Republican Democrat political discussions. What I what I I I am not he like there's a grain of truth here. I think they fucked up. If I knew that shit was going to happen, then they should have known that shit was going to happen. And they certainly didn't appear to know that shit was going to happen, did they? They did not. Yeah. Um, they did not appear to take it seriously as a, a threat of a violent mob. Did the interview with Tucker Carlson. He but you know what they started doing after that happened? 
all these public events at the White House. Remember, they were putting up huge, like, big barricades. Yes, I like, remember that. Yeah, they, they've been putting up these big barricades now because they weren't expecting it then. Now they're expecting it. Sund, the guy that did the interview with Tucker Carlson, he basically came forward and said that he was cut out of the loop. They actually passed a law that he could not invoke the National Guard on his own, that he had to have Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi's permission to invoke the National Guard. You know, uh, he didn't he couldn't do it himself. If it's the D.C. National Guard, that's incorrect. It is the president of the United States who activates the Washington, D.C. National Guard. And what's even crazier is the current the current chief of police over at the at the Capitol right now, uh, I believe his name is Manger. Um, that guy signed a non-disclosure agreement that he wouldn't say, uh, and, and Yogananda Pittman, before she left office, she not signed a non-disclosure agreement that they would not reveal the information that they knew and that they had regarding the intelligence. This is probably like boilerplate. Like when you resign as uh, the head of the Capitol Police, I guarantee you this shit is boilerplate. Everybody, when they resign, signs a fucking non-disclosure agreement. I bet they sign one when they're hired, too. This is probably like boilerplate and just fucking just straight up like regular policy. ...of January 6th prior to, and these people are not coming forward. That's not transparency. So what happened to answer your question? Also, like to, to the extent that he thinks that like Nancy Pelosi could have called in the National Guard and didn't like the National Guard didn't need to be called in. All that needed to happen was Trump going online and saying, hey, everyone, stop what you're doing and go home. We're right. And you we already, know right, that right, that's right, all we, that right, we've, we've already We've already been over that. He's, but the thing is, he's just technically wrong here. The National yes, Guard is, is under the, wrong, the National Guard is under the executive branch. And yes, I understand that Trump could have stopped it. We've, we've, yep. we've been over that. Okay, but the yeah the National Guard is uh, the executive. The executive calls up the D- Washington D.C. National Guard versus what the media is saying. Mm-hmm. There was chaos. There was a riot. It was not an insurrection. If you want to see what an insurrection looks like, look what happened in Afghanistan. That's what an insurrection looks like. Okay. Um. What so it's only an insurrection if it succeeds. When you say, Jake, when you say there was violence, Apparently. like what is the violence then? And then, and then, what's the oh, violence? What's the chaos? You know, there was people that were combative with police, pushing police shields, um, getting sprayed with mace. Um, people that were beating the cops, the cops with, with the American flag spray and stuff like that. I didn't really see anything. Um, Beating the cops with their own like shields, crushing the cops in the door. Seattle. I didn't see anything like with the stuff that was going on, even in D.C. on December 12th, when Antifa and BLM were combative with the police in the streets of Washington, D.C. There was but no- the context is very different there. They were not trying to enter the Capitol building to prevent the government from just doing what it was supposed to do that day at the Capitol building. Even if you accept his framing of what what was happening with the protests, they were not 
attempting to enter the Capitol building of the United States and prevent them from going about their business. <laughs> like the, the, what the, you mean is they weren't trying to do a coup. That's correct. No yeah. riots as far as like burnings uh, of buildings, you know, like what Antifa and BLM were doing all over the country for over 200 days in the summer of love. <laughs> Nothing like that. So, so was there? Why do they call it the, the summer of love? Because that's what a lot of right wingers try to claim that the uh, lefties are calling the 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 twenty twenty summer. I've never heard anyone call it that. Well, that's that's because that's what that's it's not super new, but I've been hearing it more lately. That's just yeah, they're trying to claim that maybe you and me might refer to that as a summer of love. Okay. Well, yeah, there's broken windows for sure. Um, uh, there was doors that were, you know, damaged and stuff like that. Stolen, sir, stolen. But compared to what Antifa and BLM were doing, and and there's a lot of people uh, that were saying, uh, the BLM and Antifa people that were saying they infiltrated the crowd. And uh, many of them have Where were they? Executed. There is currently a D.C. commissioner that admitted that she went into the building on January 6th as a counter protester. And then all of a sudden, she, not only is she not prosecuted, now she's a DC commissioner in 2023. In January, 2023, she became a DC commissioner. Huh? Were there other, what was he talking about? I don't know. I don't, I don't I'm not familiar with the story that he's giving us. It could be false. It could be a gross misrepresentation of what was going on. Who knows? Well, that's what they're saying, and that that's what, you know, is so shocking, is that... I know a number of journalists that, went into the building and didn't get prosecuted. There is that what he's referring to? Not only provocateurs, BLM and Antifa, but there were also federal agents and provocateurs in the, in the uh, crowd as so well. So wait, was it, and, was it a riot then? I'm confused. So it's not a riot and it's not violent, but all the violence and rioting was provocated by Antifa and BLM. That's why it was a violent riot. Also, uh, what he just said was that there was federal agents too. Okay. Yeah. In, so that's you know, why it was a violent riot, but it know, wasn't a violent riot. Federal law enforcement, which is so often in cahoots with uh, anti-fascist activists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, there's a lot of people that say that the whole thing could have been prevented. And that's why I say that Yogananda Pittman and Mark Milley and Christopher Ray and uh, all this information, not getting to Chief Sund, but getting to Yogananda Pittman. I mean, yes, the whole uh, thing could have been prevented uh, if Donald Trump wasn't the biggest sore loser in the entire world. So we're again going where I want to, I want to work past that part of it when we talk about okay. how it could have been prevented. <laughs> um, it, yeah, there could have been more security there. Uh, people could have just checked Facebook groups run by people like Charlie Kirk to find out that he was busing people in from all over the country and be like, Oh shit, we should probably have more security here at the uh, Capitol while this is going down. Barnum and the fact that none of I mean this is also at a time where the FBI knew that like violent right-wing militia groups were a threat to national security like the FBI knew that at this point and still like 
there wasn't anywhere close to what should have been uh, done in terms of like preventing this riot from taking place. Yeah. And I think it's, there's, I don't want to get too much into it, but I think it's some is the bias about the demographic they thought was going to show up because it was a lot of older white people showing up. A lot of, a lot of people of a higher socioeconomic class showed up there. And so there's probably a little bias there. And, um, also I just, I just, I don't know. They fucked up. That's all. I think mostly they fucked up. It, It was not an intelligence failure. It was intelligence suppression in my personal opinion, because in order to keep people safe, keeping people safe is like 80 to 90% intelligence. And then the other is acting on that intelligence. If, and, and if these people are intelligence officers, if they are intelligence agents, I mean, it's mostly money military. If like they most are people are in danger because they don't have money and they would know that, you know what I mean? And they would yeah. make sure that this information got to chief Sund long before, long before January 6th. And then you said not about this in particular, but in terms of like, you know, in danger of starving or I guess it was Trump. I mean. I'm, I'm filling in the blanks here, but he was he was not able to call up National Guard for protection because that was that was up to Pelosi and the incorrect uh, the head of the house, I, I think, is what you said. Well, kind of. What why, was, why was, was it the kind of? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking Zenu warrior over here accidentally asked a difficult question. There. Well, because in order for the National Guard to be there, um, Chief Sun would have to have the permission of Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. This is a law, from what I understand, that was passed like a couple of weeks before January 6th, before he would have had the ability and the authority to call the National Guard and have them come to the building. Um, So why did he sign that into law then? 10 to 20,000 National Guard and they were rejected jake by pelosi they said they didn't want the optics Did jake forget how laws yeah, work uh, they were, it was rejected because also of- he's just wrong it, it, it's, yes, it's not that he's, he's also just wrong he's not it's not <laughs> it's not that it's not that he's forgetting how law he's just wrong and but it, in this fantastical world that he's made up that you know nancy pelosi took away donald trump's power to to call up the national guard uh, why would he think that donald trump would sign that into law and have them come to the building. Um, tr- Trump, from what I understand, offered ten to twenty thousand National Guard, and they were rejected mm-hmm. by Pelosi. They said they didn't want the optics. Yeah, uh, they were. It was rejected because of optics. Um, but the thing is, is that like I've never heard that claim. I also have never heard that. And I'm I like, I did ne- see the video about Nancy Pelosi trying to coordinate, like. A response to it well she's i mean she's that's not really her job or whatever that's weird um where if she goes really the poo-poo. cared about people's safety let alone the safety of the capitol police or the the protesters that day that's what they would have done but if you look at our history as far as intelligence agencies like cia or fbi and stuff like that the um 
the nature of false flag attacks is infiltration instead of invasion and basically giving certain people all of the tools necessary to so it was peaceful but it was also not peaceful and it was antifa and blm and it was the fbi and the cia and it was a false flag but also like nothing really happened but then nancy Correct. pelosi should have stopped it by using a power that she doesn't have to call up the national guard yes do terrible things and then allowing them to pull the trigger if you tug on this thread the whole thing will fall apart involved mm -hmm. so uh i think i'm not surprised that there was such intelligence suppression regarding january 6th when when did you get thrown in jail oh i i turned myself into the fbi uh on january 9th three days later mm -hmm. was there a warrant out for your arrest at that time no they just i was wanted for questioning Okay. And then how, how long would you were, you would, when, when would you plead guilty? I think that was, Oh, he pled guilty. I didn't know. I thought he was, I thought he was tried and convicted. I didn't know he pled guilty. I forgot uh, that part. Sometime like in September. Okay. So 2021, nine months later, were you in jail for that nine months? I was in solitary confinement. My God. Was the excuse COVID? Ten and a half. I did 10 and a half months of solitary. Well, that's the thing. They said that the excuse was COVID. And then they also said the excuse was my safety. But what's crazy is that anytime I was transferred out of that institution, Alexandria, Virginia, they placed me in general population. So that just doesn't make sense. So did mm -hmm. COVID and my safety all of a sudden go out the window when I was in Colorado or in Oklahoma? They just know that they probably yeah or that the, the situation changed or like i don't know prisons are fucked up so who knows i i think it was yeah, some prisons don't care about your safety jake that is a problem would you like that problem addressed because i would agree we should address that problem the media chose to use my face uh to create i mean sir you were dressed up like jamiroquai a campaign <laughs> And they chose to make me their straw man. They labeled me the quote unquote QAnon shaman. You were called the QAnon shaman by like everybody, uh, like doing Q research prior to that. Even the Q, some of the QAnon fucking cookers were calling this guy the, the, the Q shaman. Said that I, yeah, gave I mean, he, he dressed up as the mascot and now he's upset that he was labeled the mascot. Not true at all. Um, the, the media lied. A lot and i mean considering operation mockingbird the fact that the media and the government's narrative was in lockstep is no surprise i mean the fact that the january 6th committee literally destroyed all of their evidence regarding all the evidence they collected for about january 6th as soon as donald trump has what? subpoena power the fact that they destroyed all that evidence like like what did, what would evidence of huh? what the fuck is he talking about as soon I mean, as trump has subpoena power this is weird. Does Trump have subpoena power? Did January 6th committee destroy evidence? What the fuck is he talking about? Look like 10% for the big guy. Would it look like 33,000 emails being deleted? Would it look like false flag attacks being brushed under the rug? Would it look like foreign proxy wars that transfer public tax dollars into private hands? Would it look like 
mass human casualties with drone strikes and stuff and all being suppressed would it look like somebody like julian assange being locked up for blowing the whistle would it look like uh mass surveillance would it so when julian assange was initially locked up there were uh, sexual assault charges against him look like you know covid lockdowns and and uh the liability shields for these vaccine corporations being uh used to protect the vaccine corporations from lawsuits due to the negative side effects of their vaccines would it look like riots and and chaos in 2020 while the governors and the mayors tell everybody to stand down while people's businesses burn while cops are assaulted yeah, this is while, just a gish gallop places are looted <clears throat> and there's no federal investigation but there's federal investigation going on to january 6th where they are literally taking it's how many FBI conspiracy theories can i cases. squeeze into two minutes <laughs> i look i think it's gonna be a minute they're taking fbi agents off but of it'll be three minutes worth of conspiracy theories cases off of child molestation cases off of murder cases very Wait, real felonies and they're placing them on misdemeanor cases for january 6th what would evidence um the, the people in these prosecutors offices are actually probably doing more than one case friendo everybody can get away with murder now because the the justice system is all tied up also most of these are federal cases and most of the things he described are uh, state crimes generally there's not a lot of like there yeah there's federal murder and stuff but most murderers are charged as state crimes not as federal crimes these are like nope. you, these are like, uh, offices of the, um, these are like, uh, like, uh, federal prosecutors. Again, they're not state prosecutors. This is incorrect. Corruption look like. So Jake, you spent nine months in solitary confinement, except. No, no, no. I spent 10 and a half months, 10 and a half months. In solitary. So, sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry. So, um, and that's while you're waiting for a fair trial, supposedly, right? You'd think at some point well, it would have crossed his mind, like, wait, am I the bad guy? So that's, you can't, if he's going to, because he's, if you notice what he's trying to do is he's trying to keep grifting, right? And part of this grift, yeah, it can't yeah. be like, uh, like looking in the mirror and wondering like if, if you're the problem. Um, also there, I think he could have grifted on the left. Like he could have, you know, come out and been like, sure. oh, I've, I've turned a new leaf. Have sure. me on all your shows, lefties. But that's not what he's doing. So stop writing fanfic about Jamiroquai, sir. <laughs> but what's okay, what they're, what they're about to say here is going to be really interesting because he's like going to be like, oh, you were in solitary while you were waiting a supposedly fair trial. But then he fucking pled guilty. So, but they're going to probably, they're probably still going to paint it like the, the procedure in which he admitted to the, to some of the crimes he was charged with. They're going to paint that as if it was like a, like a kangaroo court or something. Watch. Sorry. So, um, and that's while you're waiting for a fair trial, supposedly, right? Well, yes. Um, that's while we were getting the discovery to decide whether or not we wanted to go to trial. And, and how, um, how, how are you funding your life, your life at that point? Well, you don't have to, you're in prison. Sir, Grant, 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 Grant. It's three, three hots and a cot, Grant. Grant, what do you mean? He's like, how do you get caviar? <laughs> what are you doing on the income front while you're in fucking solitary confinement? Nothing, Grant, nothing. Grant, nothing. <laughs> it, surprisingly, he's not running an Etsy shop for, for horn helmets out of his solitary cell. 
I, 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 I was broke at the time. Basically I, I, I wasn't funding my life. Basically, you know, I didn't have the money for an attorney. Mm. So, um, the legal fees stacking up and stuff, they did the price. No, if you didn't have the money for an attorney, then you got a federal public defender. The pressure was unbelievable. I mean, think about it. You got all these legal fees stacking up. You got the media saying stuff about you that isn't true. You got the government wanting to to break you over the coals. You can't do anything because you're stuck in solitary confinement. You can't defend yourself. You can't pay. I mean, you did a bunch of crimes, dude. And you pleaded uh, guilty to them. Not all of them, but that's how plea deals work, right? You plead. You, they may even reduce the, you know, some of the crimes or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to admit guilt. Like part of a plea deal is that you admit guilt. But I mean, like literally, we all watched him do a bunch of crimes on TV. Yes, with his arms out Live. like this, like he was, like, <laughs> yeah. like he was, like he was stepping on stage. Yes, he was very proud of doing the crimes that he was doing. Research on your own about the lawyer that you've just chosen to hire. Um, you basically have nothing well no power no control whatsoever you got a phone call once a day couple you know for you know i got i got out of it myself for two hours yes jake you were a prisoner that he's just describing what being a prisoner is so this is just going to keep going on and on and on and i was hoping for more fucking and we're not watching any more of this during the post game fuck that i hate this shit this is just going on and on and on about left versus right blm and antifa versus the fucking j6ers uh conspiracy bingo in a sentence um and he didn't even really didn't really even get into the like any of the the meat and potatoes or whatever of the conspiracies this is just him going out there and fucking scattershotting bullshit and I've watched another interview with him and the host tried to stop him from doing it, but he still did it. And this is going to be this guy's fucking shtick from here on out. I think he's just going to go out there and scatter shot. I'm stunned that he didn't bring up MK ultra. That's like one of the, one of the, one of the few of these that were like, Oh yeah, that totally happened. It was very fucked up. They never want to bring that one up. Well, I guess it's a good thing that he's not in on any, like, actually big platforms i mean i'm sure this guy is like probably bigger than us but uh 2.46 million subscribers to grant cardone there channel. you go but like he's not on like cnn saying all this oh he got he got uh interviews from mainstream media like right when he was released but they were a little more critical oh, did he they were a little more critical oh, okay <laughs> like then they were shorter because okay, this guy is non-critical right in the he's interviews asked some tough questions but for the most part, he's very credulous. When he asked a tough, when he asked tough questions, it was almost on accident. HK, it's just because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of, some of the stuff this guy's saying is so dumb that you could be asking what you think is just a polite follow up, and it's actually a gotcha. <laughs> like, and <clears throat> so, but that's yeah, that's that's where this guy's going. That's the, the where his grift is headed. He's just going to do this until he can't, and he's going to try to monetize this. The problem is, I because I think he's still on probation, and I bet one of the conditions of his probation is that he not have like a monetized YouTube channel and shit, right? I'd be willing to bet that because before, uh-huh. like leading up to this, it was all like social media stuff, and he was an influencer, and that's how he ended up in the Capitol, essentially, is because he was like a QAnon influencer. And so I would be willing to bet there are heavy restrictions on on him not that he can't take interviews, but I bet he cannot put up a YouTube channel. I don't know. 
he also has to take drug I, tests I can't probably. imagine he would have enough content to put up a YouTube channel. Like, his, did you just see what you did? You just watch the same thing I did, where he just fucking blah 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 blah, and then and and then uh, the uh, Grant Cardone was like, "Oh, could you tell us more about the you know the thirty seventh thing you said, please?" And blah 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 blah. Yeah, you can do a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, but it was just conspiracy theories, like the same old conspiracy theories that everyone is tired of. Yes. Yeah, but this is the Q shaman. Like he could totally, he could grift it. He could do it, and I guarantee that. Yes, maybe. I guarantee the reason he's not is because he's not allowed to while he's on probation. But we don't know this for a fact, and maybe I'm making up my own conspiracy theory. And we're going to go ahead and put a fork (laughs) in this and go on over to Red Light HK. Do you want to read the show out? Uh, yes. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Intellectual Dollar Tree. We do this show live on twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media every Wednesday night at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> Had to remember that there. Uh, after the show, we do Red Light. Uh, and if you're if you're listening on the podcast, uh, maybe take some time some week to check us out live and catch Red Light. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do that. Uh, by visiting our website, echoplexmedia.com. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash echoplex, and you can also support us at our store, eplex.store. Uh, now here is Boomers by Periscope.
can't get enough Echoplex and want to keep the conversation going with the hosts and community when we're not live, then join our Discord server at discord.me slash Echoplex. We have text channels, voice channels, meme repositories, and a whole section of screenshots that we don't even remember where they came from. Come join the Now Space on Discord at discord.me slash Echoplex.